Hey y'all, welcome to the Black Girl Thriving Podcast, where empowerment, inspiration, and sisterhood intersect. I'm your host, Sierra Harris, founder and CEO of Black Girl Thriving, a black women's empowerment brand based in Charlotte, North Carolina. This podcast is an extension of BGT and a way for me to connect with y'all on a whole new level. I'm diving deeper, sharing personal stories, and I hope to inspire and lift you ladies up along the way. Join me each week as I explore topics that matter to most of us, from career growth, self-care, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and more. Not only will I be sharing my experience, I'll be bringing in some of my homegirls to talk to y'all too. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and empowered. This is the Black Girl Thriving Podcast. Let's thrive, queens. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Black Girl Thriving Podcast. Y'all, I am in shock that I'm actually sitting behind this mic tonight recording a podcast episode. I have been procrastinating making a podcast for about four years now and I'm still shocked that I'm doing this but here we are so if you are not familiar with the Black Girl Thriving brand it is based in Charlotte North Carolina I host events here for black women and girls and my goal is to inspire empower encourage and motivate black women I started black girl thriving back in 2018 August 24th 2018 to be exact we turned five in August so I'm very excited for that and uh, sidebar if you haven't gotten your tickets to the yellow party that's taking place on August 26th, I suggest you get your tickets ASAP. There will be an open bar. There will be a buffet. There will be performers. There will be vendors. It will be a vibe and we will have a great time. So get your tickets on Eventbrite. But anyways, back to my origin story. So I started Black Girl Thriving in August 2018 and it started off originally as a blog in an online store that sold merchandise with inspirational words and words of encouragement directed towards black women. I chose to start Black Girl Thriving because I have a story to tell, honey. I've been through so much and I just wanted to inspire people and let them know, hey, no matter what you go through, you can get through it and you can thrive. And that's how I came up with the name Black Girl Thriving. Another note, I was going to name it Black Girl Unlimited, but I looked on Google and somebody else already had that name. (laughs) But I believe BGT... Uh, definitely rings a better bell than BGU, so I am very pleased with my name choice. But anyways, I did not intend for it to grow as much as it has. In 2019, I started hosting events because I felt like there wasn't enough events, at least events I wanted to go to in the Charlotte area, so I started hosting events that I would want to attend as a black woman. And since then, I have met thousands of amazing black women At this point, I want to say I've hosted close to 40 events in the Charlotte area and some of them, no one showed up. I had other ones where over 100 people showed up. So, you know, it's very hit or miss with the events here, but for the most part, it's been an amazing experience. Every event that I've had has been very positive and I've never had any drama at my events. It's just an abundance of black women showing each other love, vibing, smiling, laughing. I mean, we might as well be cousins by the end of my events. And that is the reason why I continue to throw them. I continue to host these events because I love being in that space and I love cultivating a safe space for black women. 
I mentioned that I have been through a lot and I wanted to share my story. And if you aren't familiar with my story, you're probably like, girl, what you been through? <laughs> but to start, um, God, it started as young as 10, 11 years old. I was in a potato sack race. I fell, I broke my toe, and I sprained my ankle. When I sprained my ankle, it triggered something inside my body, which caused a venous malformation to form on my ankle. And throughout middle school, I had to undergo a procedure known as scleroderapy. And in layman's terms, basically, I was awake. They would put catheters in my leg to try to seal off the blood supply to that tumor on my ankle. I was awake for these procedures, and I remember them vividly. They burned like hell. They did not work. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say they didn't work. And when I turned 16, they attempted surgery to get the tumor out of my ankle. They did not get all of it out. So it is now growing back. So now I'm probably going to have to go through a whole lot more stuff with that. Now that was just the beginning. In 2008, when I was 16, March of that year is when I had surgery on my ankle. That June, I was diagnosed with lupus. And that has been... That has been challenging. I will say I'm blessed because my lupus is pretty mild and I've learned how to manage it over the last 15 years. But lupus does kill and uh, lupus can disable you. Lupus can put you in the hospital. Lupus can make you very sick. And I've been very blessed to not have had that severe of an illness. Um, but I have had like severe kidney disease. Um, there was one time where I spent six days in the hospital and they had to pull about 30 pounds of fluid off my body because my kidneys were not working properly. I still got beef with UNC for sending me home two times without trying to figure out what was wrong with me. A shout out to Dr. Smart, Dr. Carl Smart, my pulmonologist in Novant Health in Charlotte for um, getting me in the hospital and getting that fluid off me. Also, Dr. Bureg, who was my nephrologist. Shout out to those folks. But anyways, um, so yes, lupus is a part of my story. But let me tell y'all something. These last four years have whooped my ass and I'm telling you it's nothing but God. There's no reason why I'm still here. In the last four years, I suffered a stroke. I lost my uncle. I lost my grandma and I was attacked by my pit bull. I also had to resuscitate my mother. And my son was born not breathing. I had a very traumatic birth experience. My son was in a coma the first three days of his life. And I was not able to hold him until he was four days old. And he spent two weeks in the NICU. I had a C-section. I drove myself home from the hospital. And I drove myself back and forth to the hospital every single day until I was able to bring my baby home. So Black Girl Thriving for me is not just my business name. It is me. I embody a black girl who is thriving despite everything that I've been through. And I want to support other black women on their journey to thriving. We are past just surviving, y'all. We need to be thriving. We need to be living our best lives. We deserve luxury. We deserve love. We deserve equal pay. We deserve diamonds. We deserve fancy dinners. We deserve bomb vacations. We deserve days off. We deserve to take a break. We deserve to practice self-care. We deserve to be 
be catered to. We deserve to thrive in every aspect of our lives and that leads me to BGT's seven pillars of thriving. They are academics, physical, mental, spiritual, professional, social, and financial. All of my events fall into one or more of these pillars of thriving. For instance, the Mimosa Market I host is a market for Black women-owned businesses. So not only does it support Black women financially, it also gives us an opportunity to get together in a social setting, to get to know one another, to congregate, to converse, to hug each other, to love each other, to be kind to one another, and just be free. I take a lot of pride in my events because I do my best to cultivate a safe, welcoming environment for all black women. I don't care what your background is. I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you went to college, if you didn't go to college. I do not care. If you identify as a black woman, you are welcomed at any of BGT's events. BGT has put down some firm roots in Charlotte, and this will always be our headquarters. But I'm definitely looking to throw more events in other cities. So if anyone is listening to this podcast and would like for me to bring BGT to you, please hit me up on Instagram, let me know, and I will do my best to make the proper arrangements so I can bring BGT to your city. I kind of went off on a tangent and I didn't mean to. (laughs) I can get long-winded at times. My apologies. But in the midst of all the things I've been through, I've been able to graduate from college as a double major with a degree in mass communication and a degree in political science. I went on to get my master's in public administration from the best HBCU on the planet, the illustrious North Carolina Central University. And in addition to Black Girl Thriving, I have a nonprofit called the Charlotte Baby Support Alliance, and we host bi-monthly community baby showers for parents and caregivers in need. I also have an online boutique called Carpe Omnia CLT. And I'm a mom. So my message to you is this. You can decide to die or you can decide to thrive. I've had several moments where I wanted to leave this earth. I've had several moments where I wanted to disappear. I did not want to be in the physical realm anymore. But after some therapy, some prayer, some antidepressants, and a great support system, I'm no longer in that space. I've been through a lot, but the most important thing is I've made it through a lot. Life has thrown so many curveballs at me, and I may bend, but I never break. I don't tell my story for sympathy. I tell my story because I am proud of how far I've come, and I hope that my story will encourage you to keep going and to go after the life that you deserve. If I can thrive, so can you. This brings us to the end of BGT's first ever podcast episode. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with other amazing women in your life. I would also love to hear your thoughts, so please feel free to reach out to me on social media. Thank you once again for tuning in. Until next time, keep thriving.